0: All right, let's take our Bibles, if you would, and um, let's turn uh, to the book of uh, Revelation, chapters numbers five. Revelation chapters numbers five, the fifth chapter of the book of Revelation, Revelation chapters numbers five. And from verse numbers 1 of Revelation chapter 5, the Bible says, And I saw in the, right, in, in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals? Thereof, And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, weep not. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof for thou was slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and hast made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth and I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round above the throne. And the beasts and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain. To receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, heard I saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth up on the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. Amen. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worship him that liveth forever and ever. Father, we love you. We thank you. And Lord, we pray God, may you bless your word to our hearts. And Father, we just want to give you all the praise and the honor and the glory. And Lord, we just want to exalt your name. We thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise God. Well, I can tell you for sure, we catch up with all our Bible reading. Amen. (laughs) And so we praise God for that. Amen. Praise God for his word. And so as we come to this text here, we see from there in the beginning, from verse numbers one, uh, of course, coming down, it's almost mentioning or making mention here of where God, the will of God has, uh, is, is, of course, is, is out there. And he's saying that no one is worthy to open that book. No one is, open, uh, is worthy to open the will Because, of course, you know, uh, uh, here it is, is the names of the individuals, of course, who are going to inherit. Amen? These are the names of the individuals who are going to inherit. But one thing that we realize here in all of those names here that the Bible says in in that uh, that document, it says that no man is found worthy to open. Dead or alive, they are not worthy enough to open that book. And I'm glad that it was that way. You see, because the reason why I'm glad, you think about it as us as human beings, the way we are, I mean, the way human beings are. Imagine that you were able to open that book, and when you look in that book, you saw your neighbor who didn't like you for 30 or 40 years, his or her name is written there. I bet you will try to say, you know what, I'm going to get this thing, I'm going to get her name out. <laughs> I mean, it is one thing for me to be able to live up on the earth with her, but to live forever with her <laughs> or with him, I, I would want to get their name out of there. And of course, because we are men, we are human beings, and we, 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 we have faults, and we are partial. But the one who was found worthy, he is impartial. Amen. He gives to every man what he deserves. And so I'm glad that it's only Jesus alone that was found worthy to open that book. Amen. Amen. I'm glad that he's the one that is found worthy to open that book. But our real thought here, we're not going to preach the whole, the whole chapter, but our real thought is beginning from verse numbers 8. If we would skip the first part, with you know, in dealing with the first set of things from verse numbers 1 to 7 and start from verse numbers 8. And in verse numbers 8, the Bible begins to make mention. He says, and, and when he had uh, taken the book, Of course, the Bible says, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps, and and he said, and and the golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints, and they sung a new song. I'm glad. I mean, I tell you what, I love singing. Amen? Amen. May I praise God that you know that we can honor him and we can magnify him. But what I realized when is as we begin to read here from verse numbers eight, we begin to see some some things, some encounters that we would have in heaven, some experiences that we would have had up on the earth that we also would have those experiences also in heaven. It's amazing man we we know that the bible makes mention it tells us that you know that when we go to heaven there will not be marriage and given to marriage and, and so we, we we almost to the point thinking as human beings that when we get there everything are all experiences that we would have have on the earth that those experiences will just remain on the earth but i want to say let's make mention of at least about four things briefly that we would experience that we have experienced up on the earth that we'll also be experiencing those things in heaven or we we'll call it eternity Amen. and one of the first things that we see here is in verse number eight as the bible tells us in the latter part he says having every one of them harps and golden vials full of others which are the prayers of the saints could you imagine that prayers will be in heaven Amen. we tonight we prayed and as we prayed, you know what? When we die and we go to heaven, those prayers will be encountered. Now, as the Bible makes mention here, he said that God, he has them in a golden vase, and he has them covered them. He says, which are the prayers of the saints? That's what he says here, right? That's what he said he said the prayers of the sin, so it means therefore that the prayers that you and I will pray it means something to God when we pray here, Saints that's not the end of it. it is important to God. Our prayers are so important that God decide to buckle our prayers, Amen. and to keep them so that the day that he, we enter heaven, i tell you what, the, there are times that he would probably open it up, and boy, that prayer that you prayed for that person that was sick with cancer, or that son, or that daughter of yours, you probably prayed for years, and eventually they walk the aisle, and they get saved, and they Amen. trusted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. i tell you what, listen, the day you rejoice when you prayed for them, and you see them got saved, that's not the end of it, because those prayers Amen. are bottled. And if prayer if our prayers are so important to God, I say to you and I, keep praying. Amen. Amen. Let's keep on praying. Because it is very important. Let's not tell you keep praying for that, for that granddaughter of yours so that they will get saved. Keep praying for that husband of yours that probably might be a drunk and he doesn't seem as though he cares much. Keep praying for your church. Keep praying for your missionaries. Amen. Keep praying for your preachers. Keep praying for your neighbor. Keep praying for your nation. Keep praying for your president. Keep yes. praying for individuals because your prayers, as the Bible says, saints of God will be bottled. Amen. And it will be kept and it will be remain the, on the earth yet. That's not the end of it. It will be existing throughout eternity. Every time you fall on your knees and you utter words of prayers, that will be kept for all eternity. So you know what? When well, the next time you come down and you fall on your knees and pray, oh Barteley What you better mean it. Because you know that would last forever. That will be there in eternity forever. Sometimes we take it very lightly, but I'll guarantee you, it will be there forever. So saints, let's keep on praying. Let's keep on praying. Young man, young woman, let's keep on praying. Pray from your youth right up to your old age. If you grow to live long, listen, just keep on praying. Don't you dare stop. Don't you think that God is not hearing you. Sometimes he may feel, you may feel as if God is not hearing you but he is listening to you. As a matter of fact, yeah. every word he's pouring it in, that, in, the, in those vials and he's keeping them and as soon as you finish, he just covers it down. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'll keep that. And that will be there for eternity. It'll be there for eternity. Who knows, maybe yours will be the first one he would open up when you reach in heaven. Man, when you cried and you wept and no one else understood and no one else could have helped, but you cried unto God and there was barely any words you could have uttered, barely anything that you could have said, but God kept it. No one else was able to hear it, but God Amen. kept it. You came to church and you said, listen, preacher, I've got an unspoken. And boy, you came down on the altar and you prayed and God kept it. It will be there for eternity. So Praying is not something that you'll only experience down here. When you get to heaven, it will be there too likewise. Amen? Amen. It will also be there. Not only prayer, but of course, in verse numbers nine, the Bible says, it says here, And a song, a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book. And to open the seals thereof. Well, I'll tell you what. If they are singing, you know what they're doing? They're praising God. Amen. And so it is not only prayers that you do on the earth that you're also experiencing in heaven, but praise. Amen. Praise is something that would live throughout all eternity. You know what the, you know what the angels are doing? They cry, holy, 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 right. Lord God almighty. Amen. Amen. And the Bible makes mention here, it tells us, of course, here in a, in, in, from verse number 11. Look at all the people, all the thousands of thousands, tens of thousands, and thousands of thousands. And in verse number 12, what are they doing? Saying, in verse number 12, it's just saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing what they're doing in heaven will be a place where a lot of praise will be taking place. There'll be lots of praise. And so friend, even if we praise God down here, that's not the end of it. As I said the last time, you know, what is happening down here is just the rehearsal. We just, I mean, we're just getting things started. Just getting things started because when you see him and you look upon his face, as I mentioned, that you and I will not have a choice but to praise him. To see who suffered and bled and died for you. And you can look up and you can say, oh, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. He's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And listen, he's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha. He's God. He's Lord. He's Savior. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the Rose of Sharon, the Lily of the Valley, the Bride and Morning Star. He's I Am. He's Jesus. He's Lord Jesus. He's Christ. He is our all in all. He's worthy to be praised. And so we see that in eternity, that praise will exist in eternity. So well, I don't really like to like to praise God too much. Well, I'll tell you what, that's what we will be doing for eternity. Amen? And you notice that they're praising him for his righteousness. Amen? They're praising him in verse number 9 for his righteousness. He said, thou, for thou art worthy, he is righteous, worthy to open, to take the book. Is only a righteous man that was able to take that book. Not only are they praising him for his righteousness, but also they're praising him for his redemptive ability, his redemptive power. Amen? Man? That he has redeemed us. For I'll tell you what, that is such, glorious, it is such a glorious thing to know that you and I have been redeemed. Yes. Man? Amen? That we are not worthy. Because the Bible tells us, listen, we are not worthy, we worth no, we, we don't work a thing. Yeah, right. Man, He said that Jesus came down and he made himself lower. Amen? Yeah. Lower than the angels that he took up on him in the form of flesh. So as much as we think that we are somebody or we are something, we are absolutely nothing. And the best we can do is say, Lord, thank you for saving me. Thank you for what you've done in my life. And you could just give him glory and honor and praise. And so in eternity, praise will continue. It will continue. Not only that we find that praise will continue, but that's where we come in. The next one is that where we come in, verse number nine, and they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. And out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Not only prayer will exist there. Not only praise will exist there. But I'll tell you what. People will exist in eternity. They are on the earth. But they will exist in eternity. And because people will exist in eternity, that's when you and I become responsible. Amen. To take the gospel Amen. to them, because believe it or not, on one side of eternity, people will exist, whether in heaven or in hell. Right. People will exist in eternity. And oh boy, I tell you what. Listen, praise God that you and I. and will to God that you and I would just not care about people. People will say, I will tell you what, if it wasn't for people, I would have been happy. But I thank God. I thank God that Jesus left heaven. And he came down upon the earth. He took up him in the form of flesh, not to save dogs or cats or animals. And I don't despise them in any way if you have one or, or something like that. That's not what I'm trying to say. But what I'm trying to say, he didn't come down to save animals. He didn't come down to, you know, to save the fishes or anything. Else. He came to save people. Amen. Hey, I tell you what, the reason why he established a church, a New Testament church, is because of People. He wants people to come in and to serve him. And friend, I'll tell you what, you and I ought not to be selfish about that. You and I ought not to be selfish about the redemptive work that he has done in our life. We ought to share this work to every individual because he is all about people. Amen. Yeah. Oh, that's all good. about people. Yes. And here, people are also going to exist in eternity. Your son. Your sons, your daughters, our daughters, our family, our mothers, our parents, every person, neighbors, they are going to be in eternity. What are we doing about which side of eternity they will be existing on? Huh? People. That's what he says here in different tongues and different. Hey, that's what missions is all about. Trying to reach people in different parts of the world because they will exist. Yeah, I know how it goes. You're on the job and, boy, you probably work in retail or whatever the case may be. And there people come in and, man, I'll tell you what, sometimes they cause the hair to stand on your back. Sometimes they get you uptight. Sometimes they get you upset. Sometimes they get you mad. But I'll tell you what, as much as they got Jesus mad, he shared his love towards them. Amen. He shared his love. I could never, uh, I thought about that while I was thinking about this, about the reasoning with the, uh, Uh, They make mention as to how somebody came to church, how that young man came to church and trusted Christ on Sunday morning. I mean, he was on the wrong side probably of things. But praise God, whatever is wrong, Jesus could make it right. Amen? Amen. Hey, it is all about people. You look left and you look right. It's about people. You expand here, it is what? People. You get transportation, you do everything. It is about people people. Everything is about people because they are going to exist in eternity. Lastly, our last thought, if you would jack back in ver- chapters 5, and we would go back of course, go in the earlier verses. Right, in the earlier verses, in verse 5. Let's take verse 5 of chapter 5. The Bible says here, And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, Earlier on, John, in previous verses, John was weeping. But now he's no longer weeping. He said, listen, they tell him, say, weep not, for we have found one. And the reason why he's no longer will be weeping now is because of the fact that the peace is found. Man tried to establish peace upon the earth. And oftentimes we would have. Uh, pockets of fragments of peace. we experience peace upon the earth. I tell you what, the day I trusted Jesus Christ, that was peace. That's right. Amen? Amen? Oh yeah, that was peace. Yeah. The Bible says when the ways of the Lord, when the ways of a man pleaseth the Lord, he maketh him to be at peace with his enemies. Amen. Amen? And so as much as we have peace upon the earth, in heaven there'll be peace forever. Revelation chapters numbers uh, 19. Yeah. Revelation chapters 19, chapters 20, 21, sorry. Revelation chapters 21, Revelation chapters numbers 21. We're saying that prayer will exist there. We're saying that praise will exist there. We're saying that people will exist there. But most importantly also, also, I should say, peace will exist there for eternity. Look in verse numbers 4. Verse number four, the Bible says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Amen. And there shall be what? No more death. Neither sorrow, nor crying. Neither uh, shall there be any more pain for the former things are past away. Now that's peace. That is eternal and ultimate peace peace. You would never hear the sound of another siren passing. Another emergency vehicle. It will never pass again because it is absolute peace. It's a place where every person will be able to live together in harmony. Because the Bible makes, in songs we say streets of gold. But in the scriptures, it has never pluralized it. He said street. Down here. Of course, you know, people sometimes get the ability to live based on their social status. But in heaven, every person lives on Main Street. Amen. See? Everyone Amen. lives, get to live on Main Street. We'll walk on the street of gold, not street. There'll be no classification, no segregation, nothing Amen. to set us apart. Because why? Amen. It is all peace. Friend, I'll tell you what, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, why don't you trust him? You may experience pockets of peace upon this earth. But I'll tell you what, if you trust him, you can experience eternal peace through Jesus Christ if you have him to come into your heart and to save you. And as much as we experience peace upon the earth, praise God, when we get to heaven, we'll experience peace. As much as we see people on the earth, we'll experience people in eternity. We'll experience praise in eternity. And we'll experience prayer in eternity. I'll tell you what, if so be the case, I want to live for Jesus. Amen. I want to keep praying to him. I want to keep praising him. I want to, I want to make sure that I reach every lost person with a gospel truck, an invitation to get to know Jesus, because people are going to be there for eternity. Oh, what a blessed Savior. Peace, sweet peace, you can find in Jesus. Why not trust him tonight? Heads bow, eyes closed.